Good everybody, it's your boy Vladimir Jean-Philippe once again with another episode of Guys at the Roundtable. And today we talk about toxic relationships. Because lord oh lord, all I see is toxic relationships on the social medias, in the news, and everything in between. Now, lately I've been talking about relationships because I think it's important that we as individuals look at relationships for for what they really are, okay? They're just a pair of individuals or a set of individuals coming together to act in unison together. I bring what I bring to the table, and my girl brings what she brings to the table. And we set the table up together, and we eat. That's what relationships are. It's I bring something, you bring something, and together, we pull our resources together to enjoy and create a beautiful life together. Now, when two individuals come together, things happen. There's disagreements, there's fights, there's arguments, there's days where you don't talk to each other. And, you know, there's just some times where you don't want to deal with the other person. And that's fine. That's all part of a healthy relationship. There's nothing wrong with not talking to each other for a little bit. As long as you come to the table and you talk and you discuss what it is that bothered each other, then you can kind of, you know, mend the situation and try to grow and evolve from that. That's how a mature person would act in a relationship. But lately in the media, especially with the whole Quavo and Saweetie incident, that's a toxic relationship. And then there's another YouTuber out there. I forget his name. Oh, crap. What is it? NBA 2K is like NBA... He does, like, streaming NBA games, right? And he's pretty well known in the uh, YouTube uh, sphere and in the 2K circuit. And he had an issue where his girlfriend kind of came in and acted all sweet and innocent because, you know, he broke up with her via Twitter, which is not a good way to break up with somebody. But, hey, whatever. It's 2021, right? But uh, he broke up with his girlfriend via Twitter. His girlfriend was not having it. So she showed up to his house unannounced. And... From there, she kind of puts on this QT glamour thing because he was streaming. He was doing this thing. He was making his money, right? And she's being all QT, kind of telling him to close the game so they can talk. He's like, I don't want to talk right now. We'll talk later. I'm streaming right now. Just let me do uh, do what I got to do, and then we'll talk later. She wasn't having it. She, stand, she stood there and just pretty much was just kind of harassing the guy. Now, first of all, she showed up unannounced. Second of all, she's now coercing him to kind of, you know, end the stream so they can, quote-unquote, discuss their situation. And I have no issues with, you know, if he wants to end the stream and talk to her, yeah, sure, go for it. But he was doing his thing. He's making his money. That's his livelihood, okay? That's the equivalent of your girlfriend showing up to your job and acting the fool. I mean, it is 2021 now, right? We have streaming. Streaming is a job. It's a very profitable job, but it's the equivalent of it. For all your heads out there, it's the equivalent of somebody showing up to your job and causing a scene. That's what this girl did. And she stood there causing a scene. Well, at first she was being all cutesy about it, right? Kind of like, just in the stream so we can talk. I just want to talk, you know? And then, you know, oh boy, he decided to end the stream. And then I guess shit hit the fan and, you know, it got real behind (laughs) 
once the cameras were off. She was throwing stuff. She threw stuff at him. She was screaming at him. And it was just a mess. And I don't get it, but I don't know. It, 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 it's one of those things where it's just like people are going to do things the way they want to do things. And that's fine. You know what I mean? That's fine. You can do the things you want to do. But at the same time, you have to have some tact. The way she went about it is very toxic. Very toxic. That's not how you're supposed to act in a relationship at all. If there's a problem, yeah, you talk about it, but you wait till the appropriate time to go talk about it. You don't show up to somebody's house unannounced. You don't coerce the person to talk to you while the person is working or streaming in this case. You wait. You know, you you just wait. You wait your turn. You do what you, and then you talk about what you're going to talk about. And then you try to talk in a cordial manner. But she didn't. She was throwing stuff. She berated the man. And it, it was just bad. It was just bad, right? That whole thing went down. He called the cop. Uh, the cops. Cops show up. And then this is where everything went to to crap, in my opinion. Because instead of telling the police the truth, he began to omit or straight up lie to them. Because let's call it what it is, right? He lied to them. He told the cops there was nothing going on. She wasn't being loud. She wasn't being abusive. She wasn't throwing things at him and et cetera, et cetera. That's not the truth. You know, the cops took him at his word. They left. And then she went back to doing the exact same toxic tricks that she was doing. She was throwing stuff. She was acting a fool. And, you know, the cops came back. And then finally, he told the cops the truth. The cops asked if she if he wanted her to be gone. Again, he messed up by saying, no, no, he'll handle it. And, you know, he just kind of, he just wanted to handle it on his own. And then, you know, they broke up and then they put it all over Twitter and he posted it on the stream like, yeah, they broke up. And uh, this part right here is what drives me nuts. But not even a week later, these two individuals are back together. And that's where I just go, oh my God, what the heck are you guys doing? But then I realized it's not my problem. So why do I care? And that's true. It is not my problem. Why do I care? And then I thought about it for a while. And then I, I started to realize that my theory is correct. I know it's just anecdotal evidence and it says like one sample size, right? Like one case. But it, it that one case kind of solidifies a little bit of the things that I've thought of. And it kind of puts it in the right track for me anyways. That we as individuals are not mature at all when it comes to relationships. We operate on a grade school level when it comes to A, our emotional uh, stability and B, our emotional um, stability in a relationship. We're grade school level. We're not adults. It is, I want what's best for me. I want what I want in this relationship and damn be the other person. And I'm going to keep saying this because I'm starting to realize that it's true. Me and my girlfriend, we have a guilty pleasure. Well, for me, it's a guilty pleasure. For her, it's a it's a good programming, right? It's a good program to watch. But every Wednesday, we watch Married at First Sight. And it's a really good show. I find it interesting because on a psychological scale, I look at how two individuals really come together to navigate the troves of a relationship to have this uh, the marriage uh, essentially last for a long time. Sometimes the experts are right, but a lot of the times the experts are wrong. But... Needless to say, when you watch this show, it really does show and it puts to my it puts my theory to the test a little bit because it really is about the individual. Because it's like 
If one person is not satisfied, then the whole relationship's in jeopardy of being destroyed. And that's what it all boils down to. It's that we are selfish. It has to be my way all the time or it's no way. And I realized this when I watched tonight's episode. Uh, what is it? April, or March 30th, I believe? March 30th? Because it's April 1st now. No, March 31st. Yeah, March 31st, right? 31 days in March. So March 31st, I watched an episode. And a couple of things jumped out at me at this episode, uh, the episode of Married at First Sight. One, Eric is very controlling. Eric and Virginia, I believe, is the couple. And Eric is very controlling. He needs to know what she's doing, who she's doing with, where she's going, how long she's going to be gone for. He's very, very controlling. Very controlling. And it really it brought it out tonight because I was looking at him just like the things he was talking about was just like, well, I was in the military. Well, I want this. I need to know this. I think this. Right. And that's pretty much all I heard all night. It was just I, 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 I. It's like, I think we are married, so we should be doing this. And I think you should be doing that. And it's always about what she needs to do for him. But then when she kind of tells him what he needs from her, uh, what she needs from him, he gets defensive. He completely ignores what she's saying. She has anxiety. She can't handle when somebody's confronting her all the time. So she asks, hey, can you just give me some space? And can you just kind of change the way you come at me with some of these things? He's like, it's like you can hear him, like he hears it, but then it goes one ear out the uh, out the other, right? Because he literally comes back 30 seconds later in the exact same tone and the exact same condescending way, talks to her as if she didn't say any of the things. Like he completely ignored what she wanted and went right back to what he wanted from her. Another couple, and this one, this couple really irks my soul. Chris and Paige. Chris from day one was 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 a total douche. I don't care who knows it, and I don't care like he finds this and kind of gets mad at me. I'm, I'm gonna say you're a douche. From day one, he was a douche. I knew he wasn't a good match. I knew he wasn't gonna be right uh, for the show. But hey, they chose him. I don't know if it was for TV ratings or for he could be the bad guy or what. But they chose this fool, and boy did he prove me right. <laughs> he was horrible. He treated Paige. Poorly, he was not attracted to her, but yet still had intercourse with her or sexual relations. He brought, he got his baby mama or his ex fiance pregnant before he came onto the show. This dude is just straight up a mess. And it's like, bruh, are you serious right now? He came onto the show a mess, and he's on the show a mess. He's going to leave the show a mess. He's not well liked on the Twitterverse, but hey, it is what it is. But that just shows that dude came on the show with some ill intentions. It was all about him. I'm not attracted to her. I don't think it's going to work out from my end. I'm going to tell her straight up. Oh, I'm going to have sex with her, but I don't, I'm not attracted to her. He's like literally playing mind games with this girl. Now, on the flip side, the girl, Paige, she had two choices, stay or leave. And she decided to continue to stay and try to make it work, which was dumb on her part. But hey, we all do th uh, strange things for love, right? <laughs> so she tried to stay. And it was it was just... A horrible, 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 horrible mess. But hey, it is their relationship. And then, last but not least, well, not last but not least, but the one big one that I really want to talk about was another couple, Clara and Ryan. And Clara is not getting her sexual needs met by Ryan. Because, let's be honest here, Ryan wants to take his time 
and make sure that the relationship is is working. He wants to connect with her. He wants to have a connection with her. And it's been, what, five weeks for them? And they haven't had actual intercourse. They've done everything else, apparently, because she's very vocal about it. So apparently they've had their oral sex and the other, you know, other stuff that you could do that's not intercourse. But the fact that he's kind of waiting to have intercourse to try to find that connection, because to him, apparently intercourse is very special to him, right? I My personal opinion is the brother's a virgin. That's what I think. And, you know, it, it is what it is. But Clara right now is having second thoughts on their marriage because, you know, they're not having sex. And to her, she needs to have sex. And she's not used to waiting to have sex. Now, the whole relationship is in jeopardy. Like, she's happy in the relationship. She's, you know, he's treating her right. He's not doing anything wrong. He's just treating her right. He's taking his time with the sex. And the whole relationship is in jeopardy because she's not sexually satisfied. Again, when you look at it, we're all immature in individuals in relationships. We're, we have the emotional intelligence of a fifth grader. Her needs is not being met, so she's angry. She's frustrated. She's going on blabbing about, oh, I get why. Why can't I not have sex? We're doing all of this other stuff. Why can't we just have sex? It's just sex. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, girl. Like, do you know how desperate you're looking right now on national TV? Like, you're just bitching and moaning about how you're not getting it from a guy who's taking it slow. He may be a virgin. Talk to him. Find out what the hell is going on. He is attracted to you, but why is he not pushing it further? You have to understand where the other person is coming from. It's not just about you. And which brings me to another question. You ever notice, or not a question, but a, yeah, it's a question and a thought. But you ever notice how... If a female in a relationship is not satisfied sexually, the entire relationship is in jeopardy. You ever notice that? I'm just starting to notice that. If a female is not sexual, is not getting her sexual needs met in a relationship, the entire relationship is getting is in jeopardy of being uh, abruptly ended. Essentially, it's weird. But yet, if a guy is sexually frustrated, you know we're expected to wait. We're expected to wait till she feels comfortable to have sex with us. But if we express that frustration, then we're the bad guy. We're the assholes, you know? And I don't understand that. But if a female doesn't get her sexual needs met, the entire relationship is in question. The entire relationship is in jeopardy of being uh, ended by her. And that's ridiculous in my opinion. But hey, it's something that I've come to notice. And it's, I don't understand why, but it's... It's a thing that came to, like, it jumped out on me. It's like, to the forefront. It's like, if a woman is not satisfied in a relationship, the relationship's in jeopardy. But if a man's not satisfied in a relationship, he needs to shut up and wait. Now, that ain't fair. But, hey, it is what it is. Right? I, I suppose. I don't know. But it is what it is. And I find that to be utterly stupid, personally. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just a man. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, so it, it really does solidify my notion that we are not mature enough to be in relationships. None of us are. We're all selfish individuals and we all want what we want. And all of this leads to toxicity in a relationship. Going back to the whole Quavo and Saweetie incident, right? They had an incident in the elevator. Now, Saweetie swung at Quavo. First of all, she tried to take his luggage and prevent him from grabbing his luggage. He's trying to get it back. She threw a hook at him. He kind of like blocked it or pushed her out of the way. And then kind of like, you know, not like 
pushed her maliciously, but kind of like, you know, one of those like Jedi judo kind of lay her down kind of <laughs> notion things, right? And then she laid there, you know, acting like she hurt. She milked the hell out of that fall. And now all of a sudden, Quavo's the bad guy. Everybody's demonizing Quavo. Like, you should never put your hands on a woman. You should not blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, dude. I grew, where I, The world that I grew up in, I used to believe that you never put your hand on a woman. But then I got into, like, you know, some, some, some ish in my life. And I realized it's like, it does not matter. If a woman puts her hands on you, you have every right to defend yourself. Because it's not about, you know, being respectful to women or anything like that. It's about a respect thing between two human beings. I don't care who you are. Just keep your hands to yourself. Alright? I understand the effects of violence. I really do. I understand the severity of it. And I understand the dark nature of violence. And I've seen violence face to face, up close and personal. And it's not something I wish upon anybody. But the best thing I can tell you is keep your hands to yourself. I don't care how mad you get. Keep your hands to yourself. But yeah, all these things, man, it's just like I I just see the toxicity in the relationships. And to me, it does not make sense. It's like, why be in a relationship like that? Here's what you do. If you are in a toxic relationship and your needs are not being met, stop wasting everybody's time and move on. Don't complain about it. Don't vent or whatever. Like you talk to the individuals like, look. What is going on? You talk to them like an adult. You ask them, what is going on? How can we fix this? And if we can fix this. If you feel the situation is, you know, it uh, cannot be fixed or, you know, salvaged or anything, move on. It is okay to move on. You're not bound to this individual for the rest of your life. You can move on. Now, if the other person does not want to move on, that's their problem. Make it well known that you want to move on and that you're not satisfied in this relationship. Yes. I, I just kind of like, you know, made a little hypocrite of myself a little bit there. But being in a toxic relationship is not something you want to be in. Okay. If it's for your mental health and actual physical health and physical well-being and mental well-being, you need to leave. Despite what the other person says, you need to leave. Make it, make your intentions well known. Don't just leave in the middle of the night. Just like, look, this is not working. I need to move on. If the other person does not want to move on, well, you keep your stance. You tell them, no, I'm moving on. And you keep moving on and you do not, you know, seat an inch. Because it is a two-person thing to make this work. It takes two cogs to make the wheel go. If one cog is not working and the other one is doing all the work, then the wheel is not going anywhere. You're doing a bunch of work for nothing. You're exerting a lot of effort just to stand still. Move on. It's best for everybody. Being in a toxic relationship is not fun it's not pretty and it's not normal it really isn't and i don't know why everybody wants to be in a toxic relationship but yeah i need to knock it off grow up everybody has their standards and it's okay to have standards but when those standards are ridiculous you need to reevaluate yourself ask yourself what do you bring to the table what are you looking for this individual to bring to the table because it's a meal you're sharing this is life the meal is life. You're going to be sharing a life together. And if it's not working for one of you, then let the other person know so that they can make the decision to either change or leave. Change or stay the same. And then you can, you know, make your decision whether you want to leave or stay as well. It's a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. It's not a my way or the highway type of deal. It's a series of compromises 
I see it a little bit, you see it a little bit, we meet in the middle and make and we make this work. That's what a relationship is. That's how you create a family. That's how you create a strong bond. That's how you create nice things for each other. By working together. Human beings need another person to survive. Nobody in this world could do anything by themselves. Nobody. While saying that, nobody should be able to withstand a toxic relationship either. If the relationship, whether it be professional, romantic, or whatever, or platonic, nobody should stay in a toxic relationship. If it's not working to your specific needs, you need to address that, state that, and make your move from then on. That's how it should be. That's called maturity. That's being an adult in a relationship. There's none of this revenge crap. There's none of this, I break your stuff, you break my stuff. No, there's no hitting each other. There's no physical altercations. Though sometimes they are normal, but there's no physical altercation. There should be no physical altercations in a relationship. To me, that's a big no-no. I don't care what names you want to call me. I don't care you want to like you know throw a hissy fit, but don't touch me. Don't touch my stuff, I guess. I don't know. I can deal with my stuff. You break my stuff, I can always replace it. But don't put your hands on me. That's my big no-no. You should never put your hands on anybody. But I don't know. Toxic relationships are the norm, it seems, and that's not good. Happy, healthy relationships should be the norm. Toxicity should be out ostracized, should be outcasted. I, I don't care about, like, you know, you, you look at these celebrity relationships and it's like every other day somebody's getting divorced. I, I don't get it. Divorce rates are as high in this country, above 50%. Being in a toxic relationship is not it, fam. Grow up. Learn how to handle yourself, handle your shit, and be an individual, be an adult. Be smart about things. Anyways, don't normalize toxic relationship. That's not cool. That's it for my spiel. Thanks for listening. This is Vladimir Jean-Philippe, and you're rocking with guys at the round table. I really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at GOTR Podcast. Email me at guys of the roundtable at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, like and share and comment on this on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at the roundtable. You know, I would like to create a community where, you know, we could just chill and you know talk and help each other out. I appreciate y'all listening. Thanks for your time. Enjoy your weekend. I know I will. And as always, Vlad loves y'all. Peace.